My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Did did I not have myself in this in the picture this whole time? <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me go over and check here. And uh, in the chat room, Gary older than Dirt Steve's with us. Amy, I can't believe I made it to a live. Very good. There's Sunny. Missing chili and all. Hi, Sunny. I saw that you came in right at the end of the show yesterday, Sunny. All right. So I assume now that I'm. I am on the air and you are seeing this and I didn't screw it up even though I thought I had. So, All right. The lead story today, other than my um, frozen pipes, <laughs> uh, the lead story today, uh, the new MSC headquarters in Miami. Also today, we're going to talk about a hundred ferries delayed or canceled. The SS United States is in trouble. And a TUI expansion. A little light on the news again today, folks. 
that and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Okay, folks, today is National Gourmet Coffee Day. You know, I've never been a Starbucks person, so I'm not a Starbucks kind of person or a cappuccino frappe upside down, whatever, in any of that stuff. I just have a plain cup of coffee in the morning. Nothing fancy, nothing expensive. I'm tickled pink with my little Keurig coffee thingy. And I, we even I packed the thing so I don't have the plastic things to throw away. So I'm very happy with that. I don't need to go spend five bucks for a cup of coffee or I don't know, whatever it costs these days. I don't even do it on cruise ships. Some people say, oh, it's nasty coffee in the buffet. Yeah, well, it's fine for me. It's coffee. It's in the morning. I only drink it in the morning because, you know, if I drink coffee at night, even if it's decaf, I'm up all night. And I know that's mental, but, you know, what can I say? So for all you fancy uh, snooty coffee people out there, go go have a fancy coffee today. I might have a third cup of, off, off out of my Keurig to celebrate National Gourmet Coffee Day. So that's the day today. If you're listening via the podcast, that's pretty cool. Uh, I noticed uh, the last couple of days I've had uh, over uh, 2,500 uh, listeners. That's a good daily number on the podcast network. Uh, Anyway, uh, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcast from, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and up pops the fat travel guy. If you're listening via the podcast and want to jump over to the video feed, all you have to do is, um, what do you have to do? I completely lost my train of thought. You have to go to the description of the podcast, and there's the link. So you can click on it and jump over to the video feed. Boy, I'm out of shower this morning, and I'm totally screwed up, discombobulated. <laughs> so I don't want another plumber to come. No, thank you. Uh, by the way, the, the next step in the uh, the plumber, plumber ordeal is underway. We took our, I say we, Amanda, I took my check over to the plumbing house yesterday uh, to get us scheduled. And I said, with the weather, we're not sure how it could be up to two weeks before we get there. Amanda says, hurry, we can't afford another $1,200 water bill. So, I mean, I realized that they got to dig a ditch, a long ditch, and the ground's frozen, and there's snow on the ground, and it's going to get cold again this weekend. And, yeah, I understand all those things. So I'm well aware that we'll probably have at least one more awful phone, uh, phone bill, awful water bill 
uh, before we get there. Anyway, so the, uh, that's uh, in the works. Did I have anything else this morning? Oh, yeah, I was. I told you that uh, I was going to go check on uh, Elizabeth on where she's going after, you know, she gets March the 5th, I think it is, she gets off the uh, marina, Oceana Marina, and then she's got a month off, and then she meets the insignia in Hong Kong. So I was looking at that. That actually comes to New York, and it does several sailings out in New York and several out of Miami. I think, well, maybe I can hook up with Elizabeth on one of those sailings. And I looked at the price of it, and I went, <laughs> so it's not likely. <laughs> I mean, and I know that Oceana's, you know, a premium brand, but it's not as premium as others. But anyway, all right, the top story today, folks, comes out of Miami and uh, from our friends at MSC. <clears throat> the MSC Group, the parent company of MSC Cruises, Explora Cruises, and MSC Cargo is moving into a new $100 million state-of-the-art office in downtown Miami. The move will bring all the company's North American activities together under one roof. While Royal Caribbean, Carnival, and Norwegian have long had offices in Miami, MSC Cruises has been notably absent from the scene as the world's third largest cruise operator. The Mediterranean Shipping Company was founded in 1970. I thought it was older than that, but founded in 1970 as a cargo and container shipping company has been operational in Miami for 25 years. MSC Cruises was later established in 1988 and Explorer Journeys last year in 2023. With the opening of the new offices, MSC will bring together approximately 250 team members from across Florida under one roof. With the establishment of 130,000 square foot headquarters for all three divisions, MSC can further grow the group's activities in North America. MSC is also building a new cruise terminal at Port Miami, uh, North America's largest once completed. The new terminal will be able to accommodate 36,000 passenger movements daily and feature enough berthing space to serve three very large cruise ships. Currently, the MSC Maravilla operates year-round from New York, while the MSC Magnifica and MSC Divina offer short cruises from Miami. MSC Seashore sails on three to seven day cruises from Port Canaveral. And from November 2024, both MSC Seaside and MSC Seascape will be based in Miami. MSC World America is expecting to, be, expecting to begin service from Miami in early 2025. Congratulations to MSC. It'll be good to have their headquarters there in Miami to support their activities at Port Miami. So good for them. All right, I'll be back with uh, a couple more stories. Again, not a whole lot in the news today. After a quick break from one of our network sponsors. 
My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. In December of uh, 2023, a total of 98 sailings throughout Auckland, New Zealand were delayed or canceled due to cruise traffic and local commuters are a little unhappy about that. Cruise traffic is leading to scheduling conflicts with the local ferries because the smaller vessels cannot safely travel through the downtown ferry basin while cruise ships are arriving or departing from Princess Wharf. The cruise ships use engine thrusters that create strong underwater currents, which are dangerous to the ferries. New Zealand cruise season, which takes place during the summer months, lasts from December to March down there, has only just begun. It is already proving to be one of the busiest seasons, and 2024 is only expected to get busier, which means the cancellations and delays could only get worse. Cruise ships are prohibited from sailing through, uh, through Princess Wharf during the peak commuting hours, That's from 6.30 a.m. to 9.05 a.m. in the morning and from 4.30 p.m. to 6.05 p.m., strange hours, in the evening. But for many ferry users, their commutes fall outside these protected hours. The delays and cancellations have become a source of frustration for commuters, and they fear the problem will worsen as cruise season ramps up in the upcoming months. All right, this is the SS United States. It's birthed down in Philadelphia, one of the most storied ocean liners in history and an iconic symbol of America's ingenuity, continues to be in danger over a rent dispute, but the SS United States Conservancy is now heading to court in an effort to protect the ship. The federal court case began yesterday and will hopefully draw enough attention that a resolution can be reached to save the vessel. The SS United States, America's flagship, has been embroiled in a rent dispute from Penn Warehousing, the landlord over the berth space the ship is using in Philadelphia since she was first docked there in 1996. The ship's rent was doubled in 2021 from 850 to 1700 per month, a level that appears unsustainable for the nonprofit organization overseeing the vessel. 
The SS United States Conservancy is taking the matter to court, hoping to resolve the debts favorably and help protect the ship. The bench trial case is being heard in the U.S. District Court in Philadelphia. Now, the U.S. SS United States is a retired ocean liner built in 1950 for United States lines. The ship uh, is the largest ocean liner constructed entirely in the United States and the fastest ocean liner to cross, cross the Atlantic in either direction, uh, re- retaining the blue ribbon for the highest average speed since her maiden voyage in 1952, a title she still holds today. She was designed by American naval architect William Francis Gibbs and could be converted into a troop ship during war times if needed, if required by the Navy. United States maintained an interrupted schedule of transatlantic passenger service until 1969 and was never used for military applications. The ship's been sold several times with each new new owner trying unsuccessfully to make the liner profitable. Eventually, the ship's fittings were sold at auction. All hazardous waste, including asbestos, uh, was removed from the ship, uh, leaving her basically stripped down by 1994. Two years later, she was towed to Philadelphia, where she remains today. Since 2009, the preservation group, SS United States Conservancy, has been raising funds to save the ship. The group purchased her in 2011, uh, and I believe it, the granddaughter of the original designer is in charge of the conservancy. Anyway, there's a family connection. Um, in 2015, the funds started dwindling. The group began accepting bids to scrap the ship. However, sufficient donations came in via extended fundraising. Large donations have kept the ship berthed at Philadelphia Dock, uh, while the group continues to further investigate restoration plans. There's a couple of things that could happen to this, folks. It depends on how the court decides. If the court decides that this is a you know a historic site that needs to be preserved that would save the life of the ship possibly but still you got to have the money to do that if it sides against it and they side with the landlord because of the money owed i mean they might like lose the ship to pay for past debts i, I mean anything could happen there's been some talk about you know, moving the ship to someplace different like New York. But quite frankly, a, you know, a naked inside hull of a ship that's kind of getting rusty and ratty looking is not the most likely thing to park in the middle of Manhattan or even in Brooklyn. I don't know. I mean, the best thing is for somebody with a lot of money that believes in, you know, the historic significance of the sailing industry, 
you know, to take it over and, and foot the bill. Who knows? All right, the last story today, folks, comes from our friends over in Hamburg. That's in Germany, for those of you that don't know. Tui Cruises, in a collaboration with Royal Caribbean, has unveiled plans for the construction of three new cruise ships, marking a significant expansion for the Hamburg-based cruise line amidst the growing demand for cruise vacations. The imminent addition to the fleet is Mindship 7, set to join this year with specific details about the naming ceremony yet to be disclosed, scheduled for her inaugural voyage in June of 2024. Mindship 7 follows in the footsteps of, of her sister ships, Mindship 1 and Mindship 2. Also from TUI, Mindshift 2 resumed service this week following the successful completion of a 14-day dry dock in the shipyard in Dubai before welcoming guests back actually today. So uh, congratulations on the future expansion of TUI. I was not aware that they were doing this in collaboration with Royal Caribbean. That's kind of, kind of interesting to me. All right. That's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show, folks. Again, I said it's been a light news week other than weather. All right. Let's see. We got to, uh, we got to Gretchen. Sonny says, my screw-ups are so much fun. Thanks a lot, Sonny. I love you, too. Gretchen says, I do love my coffee. There's Dennis. Hello, Chili. There was about a minute of silence with the ship image at the beginning of the stream. Yeah, I was having a little technical difficulty in getting on, but then I got on and I started my intro business and started talking. And it threw me back to the ship again. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? That's oh well. Coffee, bloody hell. It's Winnie the Pooh Day. A.A. Milne's birthday. He was born in London in 1882. I did see it was Winnie the Pooh Day. However, I'm not a big Winnie the Pooh person. I'm too old for that. I mean, I'm okay with Donald Duck and uh, Minnie Mouse and uh, what was the dog? Pluto. Popeye the Sailor Man. Winnie the Pooh's. I was grown and gone by the time Winnie the Pooh came around. So I went with specialty coffee day. Katie's with us. Good morning, Katie. Listening as I'm traveling from school to school, okay? Gretchen says it's also my grandson's birthday, and I think it's Chili son Jason's birthday, too. It is? I Well, I have to tell you a, a, a silly story. Of course, I talked to Jason early this morning. Um, uh, and, uh, and wished him a happy birthday and all. About... 15 minutes later, the phone rings, and I answered it, and it says, hey, I need some help. I said, what? 
He, I thought he said it's Grant. He said, I was in an accident. That's Grant's my grandson. I was in an accident and I got a broken nose. And it sounded, it was, you know, a muffled, that kind of sound. And I, and I said, are you okay? He said, yeah, I had to go to the emergency room. and I got a, a tape across my nose. And he says, uh, I need to give you a guy's name that's, uh, and a phone number in case he calls. Because they're charging me with running into a lady. I'm going, wait a minute. I just talked to Jason, you know, 30 minutes ago. Why the hell didn't he tell me about this? And so the guy gives the Jason or Grant, who I thought was Grant, who I thought was my grandson, gives me this guy's name. And then the phone goes dead. So I tried call, you know, calling, redialing that number three or four times and it was ringing busy. I'm looking at that and I said, that's not Grant's number. So I called Grant's number and it didn't answer. And it went to, to voicemail. And, you know, about 15 minutes before I went on the air, the phone rings. He says, Granted, did you call me? I said, no, you called me. No, I didn't. I've been in bed, asleep. So I told him what happened. He said, honest, granddaddy, it wasn't me. <laughs> so I had no idea who called me to give me this guy's name. <laughs> anyway, so that all happened this morning. I was thinking, why didn't Jason tell me about that? I, you know, I would think if if my grandson was in an automobile accident, the first person he calls is dad, not me. Anyway, Kenneth's with us. Good morning, Kenneth. There's Emily. I am. So good to have Amy here. Chili, look up best practices for laying the water line as a proper death stone installation. And I'll let so you know he's doing it proper. Yeah, we checked this guy out uh, completely, Dennis. He's, I talked to several people that that used him. He's got a permanent location. Uh, you know, Amanda was there yesterday. They got about 10 trucks. I mean, this guy's... This guy's legit. This isn't a jack leg uh, plumber. There's Hot Air Tom. Hello, everybody. Had a couple calls that delayed me. Sorry about that, Hot Air. Yeah, everybody wants to know how you're feeling today, Hot Air. Cindy's with us. Good morning, Cindy. Recovering, the particles have not come out yet. Got some ugly urine today. I bet you do. And I hate to tell you, unless those particles are really small, you could be in for a worse day today. I don't want to tell you that hot air. But I know when I had it done now, it was not pleasant. MSC is still an Italian cruise line, even though their headquarters are in Switzerland and Miami. Uh, try to take and take it easy and get some rest. I agree. 
Richard says, take it easy, Tom. Tom, a reminder to start your daily routine with, oh, with a juice of a whole lemon. I told Amanda, I've got my water going. I told Amanda to uh, give me some lemons next time she goes to the store. Drink it on an empty stomach. I also follow later with a tablespoon of Evo. E-V-O-O is what it looks like. I don't know what that is. Um, I imagine that's some kind of a uh, an additive or something. Sonny tells Tom to take it easy, too. Tom says, thanks, everybody. I bet the old ocean liner is fascinating inside. I don't know how bad they stripped it down, Sonny. I mean, it could be this pure bare bones metal. It doesn't even look like a ship on the inside. You know, back in those days, that was, you know, a lot of that stuff was built with asbestos and they had to get all that crap out of it. And then they sold stuff off, you know, fittings and stuff out of the ship trying to make some of the money. I don't know. Dennis says, I mean, uh, Sonny says, what does all that taste like? I call it morning vinaigrette. Oh, it's a, a vinegar, vinegar kind of thing. You eat the garlic all by itself or in the water. Oh, it's garlic. I see. There's Roger. Hi, Roger. Cold in Jacksonville. Yeah. EVOO I use has a peppery afterbite in my throat. If you use California EVOO, it will be more buttery. I get my EVOO from the farmer. It's very local. Sorry, I dilute the garlic with water. Okay. Who doesn't like Winnie the Pooh? I can't repeat what my Cindy said. Yeah, I'm too old for that, y'all. Uh, scam, scam, scam. Well, you know, I kind of thought about that, too. But, I mean, I didn't give them anything. Uh, I don't know. It could have been an attempt to scam me. But, yeah, it didn't. So, did the Samer, Sam scammer sound like grant yeah it did it sounded a bit like him i mean again keep in mind it was you know very nasally i could this picture him hadn't had been in a wreck and had a broken nose yeah it was, you know but it sounded close enough like him as a matter of fact when he called called me back i thought it was the same person i said he said did you call me i said no you called me no i didn't Anyway, so we got to laugh about it. So I got the I got the phone number, you know, if anything ever happens about it. So then it says exactly, Gretchen. I hate scammers. Yeah, me too. I get so tired of of you know, and it happens to me, and, and I'm careful. I, you know, I still get get uh, scammers. You know, get 
get my email address. And I hate it. Have to go through and change everything. Gretchen says olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. EVO, extra virgin olive oil. EO. Uh, wow. That was four feet over my head, y'all. I'll tell all of you, everybody out there. EVOO, I had not a clue what you were talking about. Wow. Chili's cruising going to deliver some fresh lemonade for me. I don't know. They just love to show those scammers on local news to protect us old people. Yes, they do. Tom, there's a scammer payback channel on here that exposes the scammers. That is a well-known scam preying, preying on pensioners. Well, yeah, if they'd gotten to the point of asking me about money or, you know, granddad, you need to send me a, some money so I can get held out of jail or something. Yeah, ain't going to happen. So, all right, guys. Extra virgin. Uh, ex, yeah. Extra virgin olive oil and garlic. I get it now. I'm a little slow sometimes, especially when I haven't had my shower. Because of the cotton picking weather. Anyway, I get the showers. As soon as they get out of, you know, my sister and brother-in-law get up and out of the, their bedroom, I'll go in there and get in the hot tub. I know their room doesn't freeze. My bathroom is on the outside of the house and the crawl space underneath the bathroom. It freezes. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, I'll be back same time, same channel tomorrow with the latest in travel and cruise industry news. Don't forget, smash that thumbs up button. That'll help me out a lot. And if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Last time I looked, we were up to 5125, I think it was. So heading to 5200 now. Uh, but anyway, uh, take this as my invitation to subscribe. Hit that bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or I go live. All right. That's it for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas, extra virgin olive oil. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing. 
but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.